Hello, and thank you for listening to the Horror Script Podcast. If this is the first time listening to the show, please be aware that this is for entertainment purposes and strong language is used. If you find comedy like Howard Stern, Seth Rogen, South Park, and Family Guy offensive, then this might not be a show you're interested in. If you do find them funny, then hopefully you find us funny as well. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Horror Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Horror Script Podcast, where this week we're going to be talking about the 1984 movie Scream for Help. Yes, where the title says Scream for Help, but the young girl in this movie is just too stupid to actually do that. A movie filled with nudity, really horrible acting, and some of the worst lines ever. That's right, this is a goldmine for comedy fans. I'm your one host, Miles. And I'm your other host, Richard. <laughs> yes, unintentionally, this movie is comedic genius it it's one of those this is so fucking bad but i can't turn away movies because it is it's hard to put into words actually definitely definitely i'm gonna say yes it might get some low scores but definitely check it out and laugh your ass off at this movie (laughs) scream for help yes welcome to episode 70 like miles said scream for help Released in 1984, rated R with a runtime of 1 hour and 29 minutes. And now for our cast. So first up we now have... You, what's that? For a second. You hear how Rich talks. That monotone, I'm reading off a paper, serious tone. That's the audio commentary on this fucking movie. Which is <laughs> even more hilarious. Because they are trying to make it seem like this is you know, pure terror and a really great developed script. (laughs) But it's fucking not. (laughs) Which makes it even funnier. But, sorry to interrupt, Rich. Go ahead with your monotone log. (laughs) Alright, and now for the cast. We have Rachel Kelly, who plays Christy. Great tits, Christy. She was in A Private Battle and As the World Turns. Never seen either of those. Mm, no one. Who cares? <laughs> Next up, we have David Allen, David Allen Brooks, uh, who plays Paul. He was in a few movies we might be familiar with. Uh, Manhunter, Castaway, and The Doors. Manhunter was pretty good. So, I mean, so is Castaway, and I don't think I've seen The Doors. Manhunter is the precursor to Silence of the Lambs. Yep. And then they redid that. uh, Yep, they remade it. Edward uh, Norton Mm -hmm. and Anthony Hopkins actually playing Hannibal Lecter and and titled it Red Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, listen, Manhunter was really good, but, I mean, when Ed Norton takes on a role... I mean, that's yeah, but Silence of the Lambs was the one that really stands out of the trilogy. Oh yeah, of course. But still, I mean, I loved I loved Red Dragon. I thought that was awesome. 
Everybody was brilliant in that. Yes, but still, Science of the Lambs was the best. I know, I know. All right, and then finally we have Mary Masters, who plays Karen. Uh, she was also in As the World Turns and One Life to Live. And that bitch was a real Karen. <laughs> Jeez. All right, so we have writer Tom Holland, who wrote Fright Night, Child's Play, the 1988 version, and the 2019 version. Oops. <laughs> and Psycho 2. So I don't know how you go from the 88 version of Child's Play to the 2019 version of Child's Play, but... Damn, you fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what he was thinking on that. I I don't know. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> and then we have director Michael Winner, who directed Death Wish 1, 2, and 3, uh, The Big Sleep, and The Wicked Lady. Maybe this one should have been called The Wicked Lady. <laughs> or the Oh My God, I Busted My Cherry. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. All right. Should we get into the ratings? How about it, Rich? <laughs> I might surprise you on this one. What are you going to give it? I'm giving it a 5 out of 10. Hmm. Yeah, that is higher than I thought you were going to give yeah, it. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, to be honest with you, I kind of liked it. Listen, there is a lot wrong with this movie. There really is. But for some reason, it, it, it all kind of worked. Not in the way they intended it to work. Right, you're 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 absolutely right. It was like it was a happy accident. And if they would have, I think if they would have changed a couple things, I easily would have been able to give it a six. Like if they if they would have changed the scoring on it, I would have been able to give that. I would have been able to give this a six just just for that alone because the scoring was awful. It was so bad. It sounded like we were watching a '70s sitcom. I give it a six only because of the abundance of nudity in it and <laughs> and the wheelchair scene i cannot i can't help but laugh my ass off at the wheelchair scenes <laughs> i it i uh, it puts me almost on the floor yeah great nudity in it there's yeah there's full frontal nudity in it yeah. i figured you would love really that. really really dumb characters though like these characters are fucking idiots terrible lines like the right, I don't know, maybe the writing or if it was just the delivery of the lines. Yeah, the fact that they put in British heaters because it was filmed over in London, in England, somewhere in England. Those those heaters that they have in the house. Oh, like the one they had in the bathroom. It was like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th those those are in England. All right. Yeah. It was it's like, supposed to be in America. The, the movie's supposed to be in America. But I guess they didn't realize Americans don't have those, and you're like, "What the <laughs> fuck is what? What is this?" Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. I was, I was kind of, I yeah. was like, "What the fuck kind of heater is that?" It seems like the most dangerous heater ever. But yeah, you were right. The acting is not good in this. That's no, no. <laughs> it's just the unintentional comedy and the nudity really saved this movie. Well, the, you know what though, the story in this, it that's what it's a hard for me on the on the writing because the story on this. There's some parts that are just so bad, like, come on already, like, so, that's very stupid, but, like, where they were going with this 
and the direction that they were taking it, it was, it, it worked. It, I, I liked what they were trying to accomplish and they, they fairly accomplished it. It's just between the, you know, the really, I'd say like bad acting and a couple mistakes here and there that they made. It was, it was, it was, it was hard, but, but the pacing is good. Yeah. This, this, this movie is one that you're going to look, if you watch it, you're going to watch it and be like, what the fuck am I watching this? Oh my God, this is ridiculous. But you, you just want to see what, what stupidity they're going to do next. Right. You want to see, yeah. You don't want to turn it off. You just be like, where are they going with this? I got got to see what the hell they're doing next. Yeah. You don't walk away from the movie like, holy shit, that was horrible. I just, that's, that was, you know, I just wasted my, you don't walk away like that. You walk away like, you walk away satisfied. You know, yeah, in you a way, going. I wish I was stoned. <laughs> that would have been fun too. Yeah, but no. I mean, again, I think we're both pretty similar here on on our rating, and uh, I yeah, I think it was it's enjoyable to watch. It's worth watching. That's for sure. Mm. All right. So scare rating. I I gave it a two out of ten. I think maybe home invasions. Uh, maybe the torture it might get to some people, but there's nothing like really bad, like nothing too. Personal. I don't know. I feel the execution of it. You're you're gonna laugh your ass off at the whole home invasion thing. <laughs> I give it a one. The scariest thing is maybe for a girl who lost her virginity and was like, "Oh my god, where's the blood coming from?" And your stepdad turning off the pilot light that he was planning to kill you with. Yeah, maybe that'll scare you. That'd be a that'd be a scary way to lose it. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it was an interesting scene. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, you're definitely like, oh, am I turned on? Am I grossed out? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> All right, let's get into our next segment: scary movie trivia. Oh, I bet you found a lot on this. There actually was a lot on this. I had to actually cut some stuff down. I picked five statements four four are true one is fake let's see if miles can figure it out this week all right number one debut cinema movie score composed by john paul jones formerly of the band led zeppelin number two michael winner says in his biography that in preparation for the film he had to spend time in new rochelle meeting and speaking with 17-year-old girls to audition for the lead role. Unfortunately, some of the local townsfolk suspected him of being a child molester. Luckily, Winner knew the local chief of police who dissuaded them of their suspicions. Number three. The house used in the film was the same house used in Fright Night. Number four. This is the only full-length Michael Winner-directed film starring unknown leading actors and actresses and number five cloak and dagger 1984 and this movie both 1984 theatrical releases were the final screenplays that screenwriter tom holland had produced prior to him becoming a director with 1985's fright night uh fright night house yes you are correct feel like that one was a little easy for you yeah <laughs> i had a hard time coming up with the fake ones you thought i'd pick the child molester one didn't you 
I yeah, I wasn't sure. I thought that one was pretty crazy though. So did the and and the and the the John Paul Jones one being in the being in Led Zeppelin. It was like he came on and composed the score for this movie. I was like this the score was the worst thing about this movie. <laughs> I don't know. I say the heaters were the worst thing. No, I mean at least they were real heaters. Yeah, but really. Why the hell would you want that in your house? A lot of people did. I mean, but oh, I guess over in England, right? <laughs> yeah, but you see how easy those things are to fucking tinker with. <laughs> All right, so I found two goofs, or I found a goof, and then I picked up on the other goof that was provided uh, courtesy of IMDb, like all of our trivia and goofs. <laughs> All right, so number one, uh, when the car is out of control, the gas pedal comes off when he pulls it up. Uh, yeah. But when they flash back down to the gas pedal, it's back on. Mm-hmm. Wow. So a little, little mix-up there. Yeah, that is a mix-up. All right, number two. The Chrysler is traveling over 60 miles an hour with the accelerator stuck and non-operable brakes. When it goes through the church's chicken parking lot, appears to be going much slower than speeds up when it gets back into the road. Hmm. That's fascinating. What the fuck is church's chicken parking lot? A restaurant? Church's chicken? Yeah. That's a restaurant? Church's chicken. Mm, I don't know. That's weird. Do you have anything else to add before we get into spoilers? I'd just like to add that all the girls that bared nude in this movie were of age. I would I would I would think so. Yes. So it's okay to get a little bit of a chub when watching this. Oh my god. What's wrong with you? Alright. Well, we're moving on to spoilers. If you would like to help the show grow, leave us a five star review on whatever platform you li- listen to us on. Uh, share the show with others that might like our sense of humor, and we sure would appreciate it. Yes, Richard would sure appreciate it. <laughs> like we said, uh, if you're going to watch it, go check it out. Uh, it's it's worth watching. So we're about to break down the deaths. So go check it out and then come back and listen to the rest of the show. All right, let's get into our killer death breakdown. First up, we have the electrician. Off-screen kill right off the bat. Bummer. Yes, love off-screen kills. Yeah. Was electrocuted by touching the electrical panel and standing in water. Oof, you think ele- do it. You think an electrician would realize, hey, I'm standing in a puddle of water and I'm about to touch an electrical box. It's probably not a good idea. <laughs> well, he must have been one of those uh, low-rent ones. Yeah. <laughs> what? None. I noticed the mustache. That's awesome, isn't it? No. Not at all. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it is awesome. You're trying to look more and more like Dad? Dad never had this good of a mustache. <laughs> so, now, here's the question for the mustache. We're getting off topic here a little bit. Are you going to grow one of the long, twirly mustaches? Whatever annoys people more, that's what I'm going to do. That one does. I, I actually like them. I think they're fucking cool. But 
there's so many people that annoy, get super fucking annoyed with those. <laughs> yes, I just try to annoy people. That's my whole purpose in life. Then grow, then grow one of those. Not all. I mean, not only do I, th- I think they're fucking cool. But right now, I'll, I have a '70s porn store. Yeah, uh, a '70s porn star slash uh, pedophile mustache. Yeah, you're definitely rocking that. So mm-hmm. hide your kids, people. Go with the go with go with the uh, go with that twisty mm-hmm. Captain Hook yep. one or whatever it is. Yep. Uh, let's get back to the show. Number second kill is Janie. She gets hit by a car. Yeah, uh, that was pretty fucking gruesome. I was, I was like, wow, holy shit. Poor Janie. She just found out she was pregnant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And then what does Janie's boyfriend do? <laughs> he goes and fucks her best friend. Nope. Takes her virginity. Yeah, it's a very emotional scene. What, the virginity or her getting hit by the car? <laughs> the virginity thing. It's, it's hilarious, though. <laughs> oh, my pregnant girlfriend just died. I'm going to go fuck her best friend. Well, I don't even think they were best friends, were they? They were just, like, neighbors and friends. Mm, they were best friends. I don't know. I didn't get that, really. So, alright, so now we move on further down the movie, and we we get the home invasion, where Brenda, Paul, and Lacey are invading the home. Yes, yeah, the whole, the whole thing with this movie is uh, the... The stepdad is trying to kill the family for their money, but for some reason, no one really cares. Right, yeah, there's nobody that gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's blatant that he's trying to do it. They yeah. catch him trying to do it, but they don't They don't seem to care. He basically tries, like, five or six times before, and even you know what? The mom didn't even care. Like, for at least the first four four attempts, she, like, refused to believe it. He had to actually admit it <laughs> before she was like, all right, get out. And then his accomplices come in to help. Yeah, Brenda and Lacey. Brenda and Lacey are married, but Paul's fucking Brenda. Yeah. And the, and at this point, uh, the mother is in a wheelchair because her, what is it, her legs broke? Well, yeah, she, he pushed her down the stairs, right? Yeah. So her legs broke. She's in a wheelchair. But polarity with this is they just keep pushing her in the wheelchair yeah like really hard <laughs> like she goes flying multiple times and it's it's just so comical in the way it happens i laugh my ass off every time i can't help it <laughs> yeah at one point they push her down the stairs like down the stairs of the uh basement basement in the wheelchair <laughs> in the wheelchair she just tumbles down it's like yep. oh my god they, th- they push her across the hall real far she goes she slam into a wall. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's it's hysterical the way the fucking the scene is played out. I think I think Miles likes torture scenes. I think he's really into that. <laughs> if you watch this and take it serious and go like, oh my god, that's so frightening. There's something wrong with you. Because it's it's just fucking hysterical the way that she's like <laughs> I I can't help it. It's just fucking it's funny to me too funny it was there 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 were some actually funny scenes in it <laughs> yes and they were not trying to be funny. no they weren't they were trying to be serious it was like purple rain no oh, jeez. 
where a prince comes in because his dad's beat his mom and and he tries to come in all serious but he's like slap he's trying to slap fight him like a bitch and he gets thrown around it's you laugh your ass off at the scene i have to see it i've never seen purple rain no it's another one you'll laugh <laughs> all right so number three our third death in the film is brenda they uh they rig up the electrical panel like they did with the electrician but um it's christy who sets it up christy and her mom so that they can try and start killing them off because they told them they're going to kill them at two o'clock in the morning and make it look like a home invasion gone wrong brenda touches the electrical paddle and gets electrocuted all right number four we get paul uh we come back to the gas trap and he gets blown up from it uh christy said it which he originally said it earlier and she watched him undo it so she knew how to how to re-rig it up mm-hmm. now you can see the difference here uh the the stepfather who fails in his attempts and christy who paid attention to how he was setting up these traps but not telling anybody yeah, she learned. She finally learned how to set it up to kill them, and that's because she was drinking her four sigmatic coffee. <laughs> now, she was on her four sigmatic coffee, so she actually knew how to set the traps up right and kill the intended target. He did not drink it. He must have been drinking Folgers or some shit like that, Maxwell House maybe. So he failed miserably because he wasn't drinking the superior coffee. She was. So if you're in the situation where your stepfather is trying to kill you, drink four sigmatic coffee. Because it'll give you the upper hand so that you're not the murderer. You're not murdered. You're the murderee. You're the killer. Or so that you can fight back and beat the murderer. Or just murder the shit out of people. That's yeah, self-defense. <laughs> nine, out of ten, nine out of ten serial killers would agree. Four sigmatic coffee is what you need. I'm sure when they got caught, it was because they slipped up and forgot to drink their co- their four sigmatic coffee that day. <laughs> uh, yeah, go check out our notes below and uh, order yourself some four sigmatic coffee. It is definitely worth it. All right, back to the show. <laughs> Number five, the final death of the movie is Lacey. Pops out at the end of the film, and we think... That Lacey kills Christy's boyfriend, but he just knocks him out. And Christy ends up stabbing him in the stomach and then gives it a final push to drive it in further. Finish him off. Yep. So what'd you think? So her her boyfriend slash best friend's ex-lover who knocked her up but lost his, his woman and his baby who fucked her, took her virginity. He gets a happy ending. He's fucking everyone. <laughs> He slept with half the females in this cast during this yep. film. <laughs> yep, he was getting all the poop. So that's the... They are the five kills in the film. Yes. Alright, favorite kill? Uh, the car. Janie? Yep. Yeah, I agree with you. That's mine too. Uh, the special effects of her getting hit and then sliding on the road. Uh, I thought that they were quite good. Would that be a two for one, though, because she was pregnant? You know what? You're not wrong. If they were going to get him and convict him, I do think that that would be a double homicide. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yep. So. Two birds with one stone. <laughs> and worst kill? Mm, the electrician. I was. I mean, besides off-screen kills. Uh, the the blow up. Oh, the explosion. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I thought that maybe a little bit, but I was like, yeah, you know what? The the explosion. At least the explosion went off. Like they did it. You know, they did it. It went well, but yeah, I could I could see that. My my. Why is the house still standing? I I mean I think it only blew up one of the rooms. I don't think they blew up the entire house. Yeah, but you know it only blew up one room. Hmm. No fire set. It wasn't like that much gas build up. They didn't have that much time to build up that much gas. You know, the guy died, so yeah. No fire set, nothing. <laughs> My worst kill was Brenda. I thought it was a bit too long, and it looked like someone was just holding a fan behind her to make her hair stand up. <laughs> they probably were. I think they were. Yeah, that's what it, that sure is what it looked like. So, all right. Well, that is Scream for Help. So, next week, let's move it up a little to 1988, mm. I believe. And we'll hit back in with the uh, Italian genre. Because we all know Rich loves Italian movies. Uh, so far, I'm trying to think. Has there been any that I liked? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't either. We're going we're gonna to hit up another Dario Argento movie. And we're going to uh. get you with Opera! <laughs> Not yes. this fucking guy. <laughs> yep, Dario Argento's Opera. Are you a big fan of Dario Argento? I like some of the stuff. Wow. Any of the movies that we watched so far? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. All right. So next week we have opera. Like always, please share the podcast with others by letting them know about the show and what your favorite episode is. You could find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the Slasher app. Check out our YouTube channel. And if you want to support the show, you can pick up some merchandise or you can send us direct support through Patreon. All the links are in the show notes below, so go check them out. And we will be back next week with Opera. Till next time. <laughs>